Welcome to the Hop Button. First, a word from our sponsors. Academy Award nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best Original Screenplay, Licorice Pizza is the story of Alana Kane and Gary Valentine growing up, running around, and falling in love in the San Fernando Valley, 1973. Written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, the film tracks the treacherous navigation of first love. Empire says Licorice Pizza is Paul Thomas Anderson operating at full capacity, a master at work. Now available to watch in theaters and on digital. Hi, it's David Pollan with a hot button number 94, Turning Red. Before I start, the central premise of this movie versus what's being sold, quote-unquote, a 13-year-old girl named May Lee turns into a giant red panda whenever she gets too excited. Whatever I tell you about the premise is a spoiler. I'm not going to give away stories of this, details of the story structure, so you don't have to worry about that, but ultimately, the subtext here is a spoiler, so if that's an issue for you, you should stop right now. Otherwise, I'm just going to give you a heads up. You can make a decision for yourself anyway. And here's the review. Turning Red is the first mainstream animated movie about menstruation. Turning Red is the first mainstream animated movie about adult women looking back at their experiences of menstruation and then dealing with menopause. Turning Red is the first American mainstream animated movie set in a Canadian city. Turning Red is a charming, thoughtful, loving, funny, girl power animated movie that speaks without shame to the challenges of going to bed a little girl one day and waking up the next to the literal burden of being a woman. Turning Red is in the great Pixar tradition of mixing metaphor and reality in animation to discuss real human experiences that make us laugh and touch the heart. In this movie, Mei Lee is the Disney princess in her own mind. She loves herself. She enjoys her quirky, very Canadian life with her parents and her books and her mathlete status. And then one day, blam, something changes. As she sees herself turning into a big red bear, her mother, once clued in, arrives with a box full of sanitary napkins of all shapes and sizes. But Mei Li is not ready to engage her mother's support yet. She feels compelled to get control of the bear herself. Now, don't worry, boys. The first encounter here is the last time there'll be a literal acknowledgement of what is happening. It's all going to be metaphor from now out, from here on out, and it's going to be a lot of fun. This is where the complex story points start coming, and reviews usually tell you everything you want to, you know, everything that's in the story. Not me. So I'll continue dealing with metaphor. <laughs> there are two sets of women around the central female characters in this movie, the two central female characters in this movie. May Lee has a group of three girlfriends who are each quirky and recognizable in their own way and who will support and protect and take advantage of her through the entire movie. And May Lee's mother, Ming, has her mother and three aunties who also want to support young Mei Ling, Mei Li, but who are also paralleling Mei Li's story by being the keepers of Ming's story. One of the things that's so engaging about this film is the power of these relationships between women. They're neither syrupy and cloying nor brutal and villainous. And of course, there are boys in it. Yes, it's not just girls. In fact, it may be the first Disney animated release with someone coming out. But the central male figures are the multicultural K-pop style boy band that acts like both the Duis Ex Machina, and is a charming side course of goofy but likable charm. When a girl becomes a woman, how does she use the new power, the limitation, the gift, whatever we're going to call it? She doesn't actually know anything more than the day before when it happened, but suddenly it seems like the entire world has changed, and if she's lucky, she has friends and adult support to help her put it all in perspective. But ultimately, she does have to do that by herself. Will May Lee become a Cassie or a Lexi? Thing is, what scares people, parents particularly, about euphoria need not scare them about turning red. It is honest, but it's also steeped in the delights of animation. 
it is actually one of the cleanest, simplest pieces of animation I've seen come out of Pixar. It doesn't look cheap or anything, but it's more of an emotional feast than it is a visual feast. And at first, I wasn't 100% sure that was going to be so great. But by the end, director-co-writer Dami Shi and her co-writer Julia Cho reminded me that style is just style. Heart is where it's at. It's funny that Turning Red comes hot on the heels of Encanto, another movie with a female lead that Disney clearly underestimated. Many things separate the two films, but the young women at the lead of each is the first big break between them. Mirabelle from Encanto is incredibly upbeat, but she also carries the heavy weight of not having magic in the traditional ways of her family. Her journey is to find and clarify her magic, which we see in her as the audience from the very start of the film. May has a similarly upbeat attitude about life, but her journey is really about finding herself as she becomes a young woman. There are some of the same challenges in both films for both young women, but another one of the things I love about Turning Red is that our heroine isn't digging into the complexities of her family members to see what is truth. She is, as all sex-assigned-at-birth females who aren't transitioning before puberty, faced with the unavoidable challenge of biology. And while there is support and family engagement, it is part of the journey of all women around her, or will become eventually part of their journey. When it's time to change, you've got to rearrange. That was actually sung in the Brady Bunch by a boy, but the point is pretty much the same. I'm really taken with this movie. Part of it may be that I have a 12-year-old cisgendered son who's not going to get his period, but is, like all kids, facing a similar, albeit, albeit very different, set of challenges coming up in the immediate future. But a bigger part of it is that I'm thrilled by the idea of the mainstream animated movie being so light and smart and joyful, also dealing with the basic issues of female biology without flinching, and female friendship without putting a male hero of some kind in the middle. The movie doesn't seem like it's trying to throw ideas at your head or preach in any way. It's crazily normal, fun, light, animated comedy. But it is also an important political moment in the history of cinema, because this just hasn't existed before, as sad as it is to say. It's almost like a before-and-after look at Girls Trip or Bridesmaids. <laughs> However you feel about the raunchiness of those movies, those are women in their 30s coming together and seeking an experience. The younger and older women of this film do likewise in their context. Or if you like, this is a female stand by me, but much sillier as any animated film comedy would be. I am actually really irritated by Disney pushing this movie to Disney Plus as its first place of release. Like Encanto, it's a movie that would build a loyal and loving audience during a two-month theatrical window. It's naturally a shared experience movie, and that will happen at home on couches. It's true, but it's not the same thing as going out with your friends and sharing it with a room full of like-minded people. Encanto could have been a $600, $700 million worldwide grocer, even as COVID slowed the overall box office, but Disney nourished, had, had Disney nourished the theatrical and allowed the film to bloom. Seeing Red probably be a little less big in terms of financials, but you know, Inside Out did $858 million worldwide. A movie about what's in your head. Who saw that coming? It's weird to sit here and write that a silly, funny movie like Turning Red is a landmark movie. But it really is. It's not a princess movie. It's not a woman being saved by or even saving a man. It is a young and older it is young and older women telling their semi-mythological story about what happens when the red bear comes, and one young woman's choice to see it from a very different perspective than her forebearers. Then the boy band starts singing, and I feel like a jerk taking it all so seriously. Until tomorrow. <laughs>